Biden plans on canceling $10,000 of student loan debt, or in some cases, $20,000 of student loan debt for any person making under $125,000 a year. We're going to discuss that. We're going to unpack it. And we're also going to get into how that is going to affect the midterms elections, because that is exactly why this plan was deployed now, right before the midterms. So I'm going to break that all down. Then we're also going to discuss Andrew Tate again in a follow-up segment to our segment on him being canceled last week. And apparently, he's uncancelable. And we're going to get into why, what his strategy is, and what he did to, in some ways, become bigger than ever. And then finally, we're also going to have a segment where we discuss, as podcasters, Another podcaster, much bigger than us, much larger than us, being shunned from a podcast convention. It's actually a podcast convention that we've been to before, Podcast Movement. We went a few years ago, a lot of good information there, but apparently they feel like Ben Shapiro's very presence is doing harm to others. And it's something that as podcasters and as commentators, we absolutely have to address. Let's get into it. Yo, this is Hanging With Apes, an Audio Apes podcast. Real talk, real topics, no limits. Audio Apes, music with no boundaries. What's up, everybody? This is K Cartoon. This is Rx Phonics. We are the Audio Apes, and you are officially Hanging With Apes, a weekly Tuesday podcast where we discuss trending topics and current news with a philosophical and comedic flair. And our take on it, two guys from the south side of Chicago, there is explicit language at times, so be advised, go on over to our website, that's hangingwithapes.com, you can sign up for our newsletter, and if you want to listen to some really good rap and hip-hop, go to any major music streaming platform, type in Audio Apes, and our catalog pops up. It truly is the best. It truly is the best. Like always, if you're listening to us on Apple or Spotify, give us a five-star review, that helps us out a lot. If you know somebody that would be interested in the things that we talk about, please share the episode with them. We're on all podcast platforms. And if you want to help us stay independent, you could go to our website. You can donate an amount of your choosing or buy some merchandise. It's amazing. That's hangingwithapes.com if you want to buy some merch. So a um, lot of good stuff to talk about. Uh, it's interesting because... Obviously, the 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 news, the midterms, Biden wanting to cancel $10,000 of student loan debt, that's a pretty big story. Um, we covered Andrew Tate last week, uh, so I think we'll follow up on that Andrew Tate story first um, because he actually deployed... A strategy that I said he should deploy. I was like, he should go to, he should go to Rumble, yeah. um, especially after Rumble invited him. You know, because yeah. prior to that, I would have been skeptical about going to Rumble just because I feel like a lot of what Andrew Tate speaks on and believes on. I feel like the founders of Rumble may not necessarily 
agree with. They're a little bit more traditional in the sense of their conservatism. Um, not to say that they would cancel him, not to say that they would ban him, but more so to say that he may not be the most welcome there. But apparently uh, that wasn't the case. They reached out on Twitter and they said, hey, come over where you're not going to be banned. Uh, the same day that Andrew Tate has the biggest stream he's ever had, which was on Rumble, surprisingly enough, yeah. uh, he was on Tucker Carlson. So it seems like it was a very coordinated counterattack. He got banned. He he started thinking, what could I do? Obviously, Alt Tech does provide a platform, and he capitalized, and, and he went there. Yeah, yeah. And the thing is, um, the fact that it's it was like 120. I'm trying to look at the numbers. 120 streamers at the same time on an alt tech platform should kind of be a, a scary thing for places like YouTube, Instagram. What do you Facebook, mean 120 streamers? Uh, like at all at, at the same time on at the same time watching him. So because he was he went live. So or or streams or whatever, not streamers, but streams. So people were there, and 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 then when I checked on Apple, it was the biggest. It was the number one app being downloaded. And so I wonder also if they'll they'll try and do what they did to uh, what's that one uh, app uh, that was kind of like Truth Social, Parlor, Parlor. Where they'll try and maybe ban the app? Do you think that would be a possibility? I mean, it's it's possible, but I I don't think it. I I think Rumble is is too big to the point. Like Rumble, it hosts Dinesh D'Souza, it hosts Steven Crowder. I think Ron Paul has a channel, and then now Andrew Tate. I think it's a I think that's a it's a little bit too big now to to like play that game with. Yeah, that's true. And then at the same time too, um Truth Social's still around. So it's not like it, it went anywhere either. They didn't ban that. And right. Trump is on it. And also I think it'd be kind of a too much of a straightforward move as well. Like to to ban those be too blatant yeah yeah i mean not that they haven't been blatant enough because the the truth of it is that before we okay so before we when we did the last episode it was really a facebook and instagram ban so straightforward to now it's a youtube tiktok instagram facebook ban so basically all the platforms he was pretty big on right so what is it? Um, they did that on what exactly? We discussed. We're like, well, what what did he do? And then you you had mentioned the video, the video in which he's hitting that girl, which we pretty much hit the nail in the coffin or the uh, the fucking dart right in the bullseye when we talked about well. Teach their own if that's their kink. It is what it is. And when, and after we did the episode, uh, Andrew Tate came out with that uh, video. It was called. It, it was like uh, 
kind of clearing the air on everything. Yeah. And so he, I think that was a smart move because I think that he kind of, I would, I would be shocked if he thought that he would be reinstated into anything. But I think that he did that so he could kind of get his side out, mm-hmm. kind of like a PR move, and then work his way into the the all tech thing. And then that's when you had told me, oh, well, he's going to be on Tucker. Yeah. And then, like you said, strategically, he went to Tucker. All of a sudden, he did a Rumble stream. All of a sudden, he's trending. Because, like, the only reason I even knew about the Rumble stream just off bat was that I was seeing what was what was kind of uh, trending on Twitter. And the last couple of days has been t- Top G or Andrew Tate yeah. or whatever. And so today it was Top G. I put it, then there was that rant where he was kind of telling them, like, yeah, you, I'm uncancelable. And yeah. then we were laughing because <laughs> uh, Tristan Tate was just making the funniest mannerisms as yeah. he's doing that. He's like, I'm uncancelable. I feel uncancelable. And then Tristan Tate is just doing that toast. Yeah. <laughs> but I feel like that that's dope. But I think that he's going to have to kind of find other options besides that. Or do you think that, that that would be enough just being on one platform? Well, it, it depends on what he does with the platform. I think if he capitalizes off of the momentum that he has now i think it can be enough absolutely and then also you know there's other alt tech platforms he could he could mess with truth social he could mess with parlor uh in terms of like if if he wanted a twitter like style gab even though gab's uh Gab is very funky at times. Yeah. Like the, it's not very. Um, I mean, it's user friendly in terms of like the interface, but it's just it has a lot of glitches. So yeah. you know, but there's options. There's options, and he could build upon that. I don't. I guess also it depends ultimately what his end goal is. Because uh, I was actually watching a Sandman video about it, and he was talking about the Tate brothers. And he was saying, uh, Sandman, the name of the video, if I'm not mistaken, was there's more to life than women. And one of the criticisms he leveled at the Tate brothers was that they're kind of all about like fast cars and women. And like he definitely has his philosophy and he talks a, a, a lot about a lot of interesting things, but He's not really moving like how like a Peter Thiel. Well, I mean, Peter Thiel is a billionaire, but like a Peter Thiel or like a, a, a Elon Musk or like a Kanye West where his like where you could tell that he cares about helping the greater world. Yeah, he I mean, he cares about getting his message out there and that in and of itself can be helpful to people. But it's like, all right, well, this is what I'm on. This is what you should be on. Where the hoes at? Like, that's kind of more so how yeah. how he is, which is fine. Like, he he has that option to do that. But that's where you get to the point is like, well, what's your overall goal? Yeah. Because if your overall goal is to have 
and anchor down a certain level of influence, well, then, yeah, you got to think about how we're thinking about it, strategizing, which I imagine there has to be something there because otherwise you could have just been like, all right, well, they canceled me. I'm still rich. I'm going to live it up. I'm going to live it up with women and cars and yeah. like do my thing. So I imagine he does want to maintain a certain level of influence. Um, it's just, you know, what are the specific goals? But I would really capitalize off of the the numbers that he just garnered on on uh, on a rumble. I'd start booking interviews. I'd start getting people on my platform. Like I'd start really creating creating a a a, a, a real platform. You know, yeah. Um, more than just streams. I'm talking about interviews, debates, all of that type of stuff. So I don't know. We're, he has the public's attention. Like everyone seems to want to talk about him. And that's that's uh, that's what Tucker said as far as him and his producers being compelled to interview Andrew Tate because Tucker said something along the lines of like not really even knowing who dude was, but them wanting to hear him out because he was canceled. Yeah. You yeah. know, it's like that's the effect that these people that wanna that that, that wanna cancel certain certain people and certain figures you kind of make people want to hear them out even more now. And yeah. now, because of alt-tech, people can hear them out. And this, I think, was the best example of what, what we've said in the past in terms of the capability of alt-tech. This was the best example of it, I think, because now his channel on, on Rumble has 277,000 followers uh that uh stream he did had over a hundred thousand people watch it no over six hundred thousand people watch it yeah or uh, six hundred thousand on a platform that's not like it's not youtube yeah it's not youtube right and so you're doing youtube numbers like that like for a guy that you know he's not making music or he's not you know making a movie he's literally just yeah. podcasting that those are huge numbers I don't know how big his team is, but right now I would be reaching out to to Steven Crowder. I'd be reaching out to to the Daily Wire. I would want to get my name out there as much as possible. And I in each one of these interviews uh, slash discussions, I would want I would want um, uh, I would definitely let people know, hey, I'm on Rumble. I'd want to do, I'd reach out to like the Daily Wire to, for Ben Shapiro to do one of those Sunday specials where you talk yeah. down for an hour, like all of that stuff. And then in return, you know, maybe have those people on and everything like that. And I think now that he knows that he's relatively safe on Rumble in terms of like people not going after him. I would get busy. Like I, I would not. I would not tone down the messaging. I would. I would ramp it up. Oh hell yeah! Especially because there, like you said, there's options. It's not like you're gonna. You're gonna. You're, you, people want to talk about you and talk to you. Yeah. You know, I seen this one chick. Uh, I had never seen her channel before, but it was like the truth about uh, Andrew Tate, and she was saying how like. 
you know, her opinion on it, but it was a pretty, like, based opinion on it and a pretty unbiased opinion. Mm-hmm. And she shared the same criticism as I did. Um, matter of fact, let me uh, see what her name is because I thought that was a, a, a pretty a pretty good interview. But as I search for it, I'll let you know that uh, I agree with her, with her criticism about, like, the that video that he made where he was basically kind of like giving his background story and and all that he said that he's going to try to see if there's any other way that he can say the things that he says i disagree with that like you say what you say and yes you have to be responsible but at the same time you have to be you yeah and so to me it's like no uh you're gonna play into the same game that that they want you to play into, which is like you got to tippy toe and and walk on eggshells. Also, you could just miss be mis misinterpreted anyway. Yeah. So no, don't 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 fall for that. And I don't know that I don't know that I believed that that he meant that. But then at the same time he said it, so I you know yeah because like it, it doesn't his sentiments in that video don't echo the sentiments in rumble where he was his self him himself yeah. like just how he is and so it's like there's a point to be made there that's like well that's what they want to see they want to see the the andrew tate that that you are like that's that's your brand um if you talk passionately if you talk you know um if you're brash with the way you say things you know that that's that's your brand so um I don't think that you should change that, especially when you're an individual like people because a lot of people on the right, they've said, I don't agree with everything he says. Some of the stuff I find laughable, but then the stuff I do agree with, I think he's brilliant. It's like people are individuals and they'll make their own or uh, they'll make their own decision on what they agree with and what they don't agree with. Right. You know, like that. There's nothing wrong with that. I mean, there's people I listen to. We listen to Eminem and Jay-Z growing up. Agree with their politics. We didn't say we're gonna stop playing their music. Like that's not gonna happen. They make good music. We were just able to be like, well, this is an individual and he has his own thoughts. So yeah. that's badass. Speak your thoughts. I don't agree with them, and I love your music. Like we could say that in the same sentence. People act today like you can't do that. But um, but anyway, the video was called "My Reaction to Andrew Tate's Final Message" by Laya. Halpern. Uh I've never watched her stuff, but she was actually pretty it was it was pretty badass like the way she approached it. Mm-hmm. Um and actually she she had interviewed him. I didn't watch the video where she interviewed him, but she said uh she's like uh I was like my thoughts on him when it comes to women, it was kind of funny because uh a story that I have, she's like when we were walking there was a homeless lady and he gave her money. And she's like, oh, why'd you give her money? He's like, well, that's a woman. And, like, women, you know, they don't have it as easy. Like, I find that men have to, like, a homeless man should not be a homeless man. He should go out and, and, and make something of himself and get himself out of the predicament. But women, it's different. And he's like, and so I feel like, well, they're to be protected, so that's why I gave her money. That's That, that was my thoughts on it. And, uh, and she said that that was kind of shocking to her because she was like, well, I, the way you come off, in some of your interviews, you kind of, 
like figure it out figure it out figure it out but then if you look at his approach on, on a lot of stuff it's like men figure it out you know women could reap some of the financial benefits of it in his worldview and, and, and yeah. the way that he looks at it so that kind of goes in line with what he believes but I, I found it kind of badass that she shared that story because like that'd be probably something that a lot of people wouldn't see him doing mm-hmm. or like uh, that he has like a well actually I think he talked about it on the on the uh, like the that one video that he put out he has like a dog shelter where he gets like stray dogs and they get some adopted so it's like people would like to see the side of somebody that's controversial yeah and that's fine that's cool and you know what honestly that sells tickets and that gets views but don't be don't be unbiased or i mean don't be uh don't be biased but like like give the people credit and it's the same thing with with uh with a lot of people like you get the the donald trumps you get the kanye wests you get the, the at a certain point there was the m&ms like that they they get judged only on one side of who they are, but the, like the greater good that they provide, that's that's always forgotten. Yeah. Um, I remember growing up, uh, the whole uh, what was it? Um, kind of the unfair the unfair judgment that you put on on rappers, but that you won't put on movies. Right. You know what I'm saying? Okay, cool. That's fine. They're rapping and they're telling a story. What about Scarface? Yeah. What about The Godfather? What about all these crime movies? But it's like people people think in boxes and segmented. And so when a guy like Andrew Tate comes along, it's like, whoa. You know? Yeah. I, I think that uh, his uh, that uh, video that you're referencing, uh, to give a little backstory on it, the it was um, a website that message. popped up. It's called Free Top G. And uh, I actually came across it because Jake Paul tweeted about it. And it's interesting, the philosophy as a, another controversial figure, Jake Paul and his philosophy, and because I think he's issued a challenge to fight uh, Andrew Tate, and yet his philosophy is this guy still deserves to be heard, and yeah. here is what he has to say. And I only knew about that particular website with that particular hour-long video where he does sort of display a different side of himself where he talks about dog shelter and this, that, and the third because of somebody who himself is regarded as controversial because at the end of the day, it's the philosophy of, well, agree or disagree, a person should be able to say what they have to say even though you know in some senses they're like adversaries yeah and that's and that's sort of a a worthy a worthy side to display so it's just interesting that now we've seen people develop their own platforms we've seen people that would otherwise be canceled in some ways not be able to be canceled uh, we've seen the value of these things. And it's interesting because kind of segueing into the the podcast movement situation with Ben Shapiro and that sort of, sort of being a thing of like, oh, well, this person shouldn't have been here. 
they don't have the right to be here their very presence does harm a lot of the same craziness that 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 was was sort of sent the way of andrew tate and Ben Shapiro put out a, 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 a video on his podcast where he talks about the podcast movement thing. And it's very interesting because he gets a little bit boisterous just like Andrew Tate does in his particular moment where Andrew Tate is like, is like, oh, I'm uncancelable. This is what it looks like to have fired your final shot at a man and he's still there. Ben Shapiro says something along the lines of like, if you want us to keep making our own things, we will keep making our own things. Like he, And then he goes in, he gets busy. He's like, look at Jeremy's Razors. He's like, we have over 100,000 subscribers to Jeremy's Razors. And all we did was come up with a razor company because of the way that Harry's Razors company was on some on some like woke stuff. Yeah. He's like, he's like uh, 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 the Daily Wire is the sixth biggest podcast network in in the nation which means in the world and the and, and and the ben shapiro show is the biggest political podcast in the world so he's like if you want us to keep doing this we'll keep doing it you know and that's what these people are causing they're causing yeah. that and so uh for people that don't know what what took place uh and what ben shapiro is referencing so there's this podcast uh seminar uh, it happens every year uh it's called podcast movement and it's where a bunch of podcasters a bunch of advertisers a bunch of people that offer podcast services all get together they have panels they have classes they have workshops you get the opportunity to network and we've actually been there and we've used some of the tools and the skills that we learned at that seminar on this show and to grow the show and and you know in terms of branding and marketing and equipment and all of that stuff it's 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 great it's a it's a great thing for podcasters and the they had their 2022 uh, seminar which w we didn't go to but they had it and the Daily Wire which is Ben Shapiro's outlet had their own booth at Podcast Movement 2022 and it turns out that uh, Jeremy Boring and and Ben Shapiro they wanted to swing by so they swung by the, po the Podcast Movement and Ben Shapiro was taking pictures with people that's literally all he did he wasn't given a speech he wasn't talking. He wasn't on a panel. He was literally just there taking pictures with people who wanted to take pictures with him. It wasn't like he was going making people take pictures with him. He was standing where he was standing, and they they wanted to take pictures with him. And they were like, thank you for your show. You're doing an awesome job. All of that. So even the people that were taking pictures with him were praising him. Yeah. They were praising him. So apparently... Some trans person was within the vicinity, saw Ben Shapiro, felt very threatened by his presence, tweeted at Podcast Movement, and they apologized for allowing Ben Shapiro there. They said, we are, we, I, I don't even want to look up the tweet, it's not even worth looking, but what they said was in the vein of, we are sorry that he was there, we apologize for every, for the harm that he has caused. 
This is something that's gonna stick with us. We've made a lot of mistakes over the years, but this one thing is gonna stick with us. Yeah. What? Like, honestly, dude, like, their outlet being there is doing you a favor, right. number one, yeah. because that's the sixth biggest podcast network in the nation. There's eyes on your shit now right. because of him. So they're, in a way, doing you a favor. Him being there is doing you a favor. The biggest political podcaster in the nation being there is doing you a favor, whether you want to admit it or not. And you're upset. And my thing is, what does podcast movement see in the demographic that's going there that makes them feel like they need to apologize? Because see, I didn't get that from the demographic when we were at Podcast Women, but I don't know how much the the, the terrain has shifted in the years that we yeah. haven't gone. Now, see, I could see that from, like, remember when we went to that where ASCAP? Was it? Mu- huh? Where was it? It could also depend on where it was. It was in it was it was in Dallas. Dallas? Yeah, like because oh. when we went, it was in L.A. Yeah, it was it Anaheim, right? Well, yeah, that's which yeah, is, Anaheim, which is yeah. a L.A. area. Yeah. Uh, that's where it was when we went. This was in Dallas. Yeah. Um, and uh, so I don't know how much the terrain has shifted. See, because we've been to a, a music seminar before. And the demographic there, yeah, I could see them being like that because they, they were they were like th- those like real kooky artsy motherfuckers that that are always lefties. Yeah. So I could see that, but I the the demographic of podcasters when we went, it, it, it was it pretty, was pretty mixed bag. Yeah, you know, yeah. I I don't think th- I would never I wouldn't think that they would feel compelled. Yeah, that had to have been put out such a put out such a statement. What yeah. was a miscommunication? Yeah, they must have thought, oh, it's not Ben. Sh- who is it? Oh, the Ben and Juden is here, <laughs> or something. Ben Shapiro, the smallest. I mean, he's harmless. He talks and he debates and yes and he's a Republican well, or a conservative. We're talking about people that are under the impression that words are violence. Yeah, but come on, come on. Like it, I could see if he did the whole like where he gets on the mic and debates people. I I still wouldn't agree Even with it. Even then, this is a forum for yeah. people where it's all about thoughts yeah. and opinions and expressions. I like guess. honestly, like the the podcast movement. Is are probably the last people that should have any such opinion that that somebody is causing harm by their presence. You are about speech. Like this is what you facilitate. There is literally no reason why you should have apologized for anything. You should just be your. your I wouldn't have even said anything. Yes. I'm like, oh well, and it, and if it became such a controversy, then I would have been forced to be like, all right, well, everybody has the right. To, to be there yeah the Daily Wire paid for the booth just like they're a platform you have a platform and this is what our our forum and our seminars and our conventions facilitate yeah. that's what this is about this is, that's insane insane but but scary but not that scary in the in the sense that you're starting to see like again we go back to Donald Trump not canceled. Cancelled but not cancelled. Alex Jones. Cancelled but not can- cancelled. Um, Andrew Tate. 
canceled but not canceled. Like now it's starting to become like, well, I got canceled, but there's all tech. Yeah. So you also have to look at the good of it, which is like we're starting to get the co- the competitors yeah. coming out. And so, yeah, like Twitter doesn't want to have Andrew Tate. Then Andrew Tate follows to go to Truth Social. They'll go to Rumble. They'll go to Bit. Do you think do you still think that he he should make a BitChute account? Well, no, not 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 now that he was that he's at Rumble because Rumble it, it's, it's bigger. bigger than BitChute. It's more commercialized, and then also, um, I like I said, I would have thought BitChute would have been better just because the 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 trad cons at Rumble. Like I I feel like they would have an issue with some of the things that Andrew Tate says but at the same time uh money talks and bullshit walks and if he's able to propel your app to number one yeah over and and mind you rumble is number one over instagram and over youtube over snapchat and over twitch and tiktok you know what i'm saying so that's that's uh that's that's saying quite a lot yeah um and then it, uh, one point you made too is like when Ben Shapiro said, "Oh well, you just force a, uh, you force, you're making us create our own avenue." Uh, like the fact that they actually made a solid movie, the one that you were talking about, Run oh. High, Run Hide Fight. Yeah, it's like, oh, all right, cool. So you don't want to give access to people to make movies? We'll make our own movies. People will watch these movies. We'll Apparently the other the other two movies that they've done, uh, Shut In, I want to say, I heard that one was decent, and then the the Terror on the Prairie was uh was decent, um, from what I've uh, what I've heard. So even with their movie producing, all they really need to do is lock in like a. And you only really need one. Lock in like a really good screenwriter, a good director, and like one really good actor for that to propel them. Like that, you only need one. Yeah. And you could really, if I were them, always with my strategies, but it turns out some of these people actually follow some of my strategies. I would like try to start looking for an actor that's kind of aging that still has star power but not enough star power to like to be a a-lister yeah and 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 then and try to start targeting one of them and yeah. then and then like and then same thing with a director yeah or well would a director honestly well they wouldn't do it because of his comments on Jews but I was saying I was gonna say like Mel Gibson, <laughs> Mel, Gibson yeah. Mel Gibson would would probably be great like somebody that kind of like he's so great that Hollywood can't totally shun him because yeah. it's just too much talent there yeah but but you could tell they want to keep him at an arm's yeah. distance somebody like him yeah. you or know Clint Eastwood I feel like Clint Eastwood would 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 uh, work with them. Maybe, but Clint Eastwood still like he's like he still has a lot of backing in Hollywood. I don't yeah. feel like there's a lot of, for him to gain. For, for it, him, it would have to be somebody that still feels like they have something to gain. Yeah. Well, yeah, Mel Gibson. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. yeah, Mel Gibson, 
for him, he could kind of, it would be like a middle finger to Hollywood. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It would have to be a situation like that. It's just a meeting to get to the point where he might make a movie will be very weird between him and Ben Shapiro. Very weird. <laughs> very weird. But I actually feel like Ben Shapiro is man enough to kind of look past that shit. Yeah, I, I think feel so like too. it, but that would be a very interesting dynamic. I would actually like want to be a fly on the wall in that meeting. <laughs> it's like how the fuck is this like so? It would be wild. <laughs> so Ben Shapiro, I see Ben Shapiro be like so. Um, the Passion of the Christ. Well, you know, essentially, you blame all the world's problems on Jews. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> I don't know, you know, but but you know, it, it would be it would be interesting. Um, but uh, yeah, like I would something like that, or like for instance, another guy who I could think of. But you would have to you would have to pair him with a very good screenwriter, like a guy like M Night Shyamalan who. He's had a lot of flops, but there's he still has potential. Yeah. Like get somebody like him who it's like, all right, but you can't afford one of his flops. So you'd have to pair him with like a good screenwriter. Yeah. Yeah. Now it's like, damn, the Daily Wire has its first like creepy thriller movie. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Something like that. So there's definitely potential. I think though what they don't need any help with and they did a phenomenal job is like if they do more documentaries yeah they they got that nailed like yeah. what is a woman was a great documentary the pacing the editing the overall message they yeah. did that to perfection and people rock with documentaries so you could actually like get garner a lot of notoriety through documentaries just like what is a woman did yeah but if you want to do like the the, the 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 cinematic route, keep doing what they're doing. But like you could really, they could really propel themselves into a stratosphere by deploying some of the strategies the strategies that I just mentioned. Because like you're not gonna get a Brad Pitt, you're not gonna get a DiCaprio, you're no. not gonna get a Ryan Gosling, you're not gonna get anybody like that. You know what I'm saying? But if you could lock in somebody with a big enough name where even more of the general public is like, oh, the Daily Wire, what's to them? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. That could be that could be uh, very interesting. Baby steps. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that was nice how Ben Shapiro, like, I feel like he's like, he's a pretty relatively humble guy. But I noticed he has that, uh, he has a little bit of like that, uh, he has a little bit of that Kanye West in him, like when, like he, when, when he feels like he's being attacked, yeah. he'll turn on that arrogance. Oh yeah, because like he did that with Malcolm Nance on on Bill Maher yeah. when Malcolm Nance was like, "Is this what you do on your show? Because this sucks." He's like, "Well, I'll comfort myself by sleeping in a bed of money tonight." Yeah, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, great. like it's like, dude, I didn't come here for that. But if you if you really want to like throw out ad hominems. We could get real busy. I'm bigger than you'll ever be. So yeah. how about that? You know? Yeah. If you want to like go to like who sucks. He Jay Z them on that one. Yeah. Like if you want, if you want to like get on like who sucks, like people know who I am. Nobody knows who the fuck you are. Yeah. So why don't you calm down? And that's kind of what he did with this. He's like, these motherfuckers are talking about I did harm and like, dude, my network is the sixth biggest network. I'm the biggest political podcast. Like you're welcome. Our our razor company has over a hundred thousand 
subscribers for razors men's yeah. razors like yeah <laughs> we're a media company and we have over a hundred thousand people subscribing to buy our razors what does that tell you yeah fuck out of here like you know what i'm saying like that nah that's it's, i don't uh, need you you need me yeah so yeah. i think uh i think he responded appropriately and i think what he says is legit because we're seeing it more and more and that's why it ties in perfect to the andrew tate situation because Andrew Tate proved that Andrew Tate did exactly what we've thought other people should do. And that shows how forward thinking we are. Because again, imagine what it would have been like. Imagine what it would have been like. And we've said this before. If when Milo, Alex Jones, and Farrakhan all got deplatformed at once, if they all would have came together on like a Joe Rogan. Imagine if Andrew Tate goes on Joe Rogan now. Yeah. But now Honestly, see, the, we the should problem the problem with that, PR. <laughs> the problem with Rogan though is now he's with Spotify. Yeah. So now Spotify might be like cuz you know they pulled they they pulled the, the, all the Alex Jones episodes. I, yeah. I think they pulled the Milo episode. So now it's like you could probably have this motherfucker on there but they might not air it. Yeah, yeah. That's the problem, you know, and and that's the thing like when you get when you get uh big little side note though, I I haven't watched the whole thing. But did you see Zuckerberg was on? Oh on yeah, Logan? yeah. And he pretty much admits that the FBI influenced the burial of the Hunter Biden yeah. laptop story. Did you see that? Diary? That's sort of baffling. Yeah. But 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 what what I find funny though is they they'll bury that. But then I don't know if you uh um who is it uh. One of the Bidens, her diary. Ashley Biden. Ashley Biden's diary was uh, I I don't know how the fuck someone got a hold of it. Project Veritas supposedly has. Yeah, it. but it's some wild stuff, like inappropriate showers with Joe Biden yeah. type stuff, and it's like that does not hit the news. No, if that was Trump, that would be all over the place. Oh, Trump is on the news or 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 or. or, or. He's getting raided. <laughs> we still don't even know what uh, what for. Or the January 6th committee is not going anywhere. The other day, though, Sam Harris, he said the quiet part out loud. And I'm glad he said it because I knew that this is what all these people were on. He pretty much said, he was like, I'm glad that the Hunter Biden story was buried because it made my side win. Yeah. A and yeah. People want to be ideological about this stuff, but they don't care. They don't care. The same people, and, and we're going to get into that in the next segment, the same people that will bitch and moan about corporations or business people, entrepreneurs getting tax cuts, are the same people that are like, oh, no, yeah, run these $10,000. $10, That's going to be a tax increase on somebody else for a decision that I made. So... By that rationale, if I buy, if I have ten thousand dollar in auto loan, can I get can I get that yeah. canceled? Like, where does where does it end? And so, all the, to all the Republicans out there that want to play the middle, the, the ideological, yeah. oh well, well we can't be like them. Fuck they don't play. They they don't play by these rules. And and Sam Harris saying that. Yeah, was it wasn't revealing to me. I always knew like yeah. it, it, it's it people play, but it's good that by he said their it own rules because you see, like you said, 
You said the quiet part out yeah. loud. Yeah, and it's like this is why when they play all these dirty games and try and get on their high horse, what you do is you just chop the fucking legs off of that horse and play just as dirty as they do. And, and that's it. And in the midterm strategy, you see, I don't know if you saw this the other day, but I peeped it and it made all the sense in the world to me. The other day, so if you follow polling and, and you follow the numbers, which which I do, I, I mean, almost to like a, an exhaustive degree, like I, I have a knack for being a pollster. I mean, I look at like the candidates' tweets. I look how their campaign is going, all of this stuff. The Democrats have been gaining ground. They've been gaining ground and they were it seems like the whole overturning of Roe versus Wade did hurt Republicans a little bit uh for whatever reason it seemed like the inflation reduction act energized the democrats a little bit which is the gas crazy too. huh the gas kind of coming it's down cooling a bit down and then then it, they were saying that that uh, uh, inflation was cooling down a little bit. So DeSantis, he did something very Trump-like. I don't know if you noticed the other day. He said what, the way he was like, he was like, uh, I'm so tired of Fauci. Somebody needs to take that little elf and throw him across the Potomac. And like the people, they, they like lost it. They were like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So much that gruesome Newsom in California, he was like, I mean, who raised these guys to talk like that? Like Shut he was like he up. was like very upset about yeah. it. But that's the route that candidates need to take. Yes. They, need to, they need to get energized. Uh Blake Masters, he put out a good ad the other day. He was like he uh he pointed it was so simple, you could tell that they did it on the phone, but it was perfect. He was like he was like, look at this sign. And like the, he's like, this was issued by the federal government. What does it say? It says warning is right by the desert. It says warning, uh, illegal crossings, smugglers could be present. He's like, what does this tell you? It tells you that the federal government gave up. He's like, this sign should maybe sh should be warning me about like poisonous plants, rattlesnakes, cactuses. Not that there's smugglers and people in the desert. Like no. it's just like, oh yeah, we can't do nothing about it. They might be there. No, don't. It, it's like a no, like it's don't a natural hazard. No, it's not a natural hazard. We're allowing it, and so that's good. That's good that that they're taking that route. So, with all of that being said, the question is to you: What was your sentiments? when Biden announced that he was going to cancel $10,000 of uh, student loan debt, in some cases $20,000 for people making under $125,000 a year. My sentiments as far as um, if it's a good strategy like, or... Yeah, like overall, what do you overall, think of it? Well, overall, I think that he's he's seen that the they have gained some momentum and, and he was like, well, shit, let's get this here now. Uh, to kind of energize people, especially the people that are struggling, of course, with the lockdowns and all the shit that the government created and the printing of the money that the government created. And so 
that's the way they looked at it. Um, obviously, my sentiments on that is if you take out a loan, pay your debt, then that's simple. It's that simple. So um, I don't agree with it. Um, and I think that the reason, because remember, in the beginning of the year, he's like, no, nah, we're not going to forgive anything. But I think now seeing that there has been some some ground kind of taken by the Democrats and now it's looking like a little bit closer, um, they've, they did that strategically. I mean, it's oh, it's 100%. Obvious. Yeah, I yeah. think that goes without saying. It's, it's strategy. Yeah, because you're going to get the people that are really struggling out here and they're going to be like, wow, he did that. I'm voting for dude. I'm voting for these guys in my state. And, well, I mean, strategy. So I could see why he would do it, but on on the moral, on the morality of it, totally, totally wrong and should not even be a thing. And I don't care. And I've said that. Like, uh, I think Aaron Clary, I posted that on uh, Aaron Clary's thoughts on that whole thing on Instagram and um, yeah I think all these people especially like this whole left wing idea of like wow you're strong you're an independent woman you're this you're that and then yeah but we just went over how like the ideology it's all bs yeah it's all bs when it comes to like what serves the the individual they throw that shit out of the window true true but no one ever points out the hypocrisy that's the thing like we but literally the, act like it's not there but the thing is i don't think like people they don't they don't care that they're hypocrites and and i think because of that so much of what the left does goes unrestricted to the point where I wonder if they're shooting themselves in the foot. So I don't know if you find this, how, how you see this, but Tim Ryan from Ohio, he totally dis disagrees with, with this. Oh, well, I mean, and and like, but what what does that tell you? Well, that's a red state. You have to disagree with it, right? But so, but that's yeah. my like. So, so Tim Ryan, he's the Democrat running yeah. against JD Vance. But you can't, yeah, not on that, not in that state, right? And yeah. so, uh, so I was looking at that. I was like, hmm, that's interesting. Blue collar state, Democrat yeah. separating himself from it. John Fetterman in in Pennsylvania, I was looking at his tweets. Nothing about it. He said nothing about it, like in approval oh, yeah. of it. Also Pennsylvania. So yeah, I see where you're going with this. It, yeah. it, it's it's starting. It's starting to look like a lot of the left maybe thinks that like you this might actually hurt them more than it could help them. I was reading a Wall Street Journal er, uh, article earlier. And they were saying that, like, they predict that this is actually going to hurt the Democrats yeah. in the midterms. At first, when this was issued, I was thinking like you, oh, well, this is strategy. This is a good time to do it. I understand why they would do it. I don't agree with it, but I could see what they're on. But 
I don't know. It, it seems like the media is like, nah, like people aren't going <laughs> to rock with this shit. Well, the more you keep printing out and the more uh, forgiveness that you do, the you, you're kind of going back. You're backtracking on the fact that the interest rates have been going up to kill inflation. And now you're affecting you're inflation. You're going to add again. it more. And then also coupled with the fact that not every worker is college educated. There's a lot of states that are predominantly blue collar yeah. workers that aren't college educated. Also, you're not really addressing, well, what about the people that paid off their student loan debt, work hard to pay it off? Yeah. You're not saying, oh, well, we're gonna give you a reimbursement. You're you're not addressing any of this stuff. Yeah, because there's people who really like were on the rice and bean diet just to pay their shit. So also they can see someone who weren't on the rice and who knew they owed something and were like, fuck it, I'm out here eating these steakhouses. Oh, fuck, I'm in debt. Oh, Joe came for the rescue. And yeah. I was like, well, that's not fair. So that's not fair at all. It, it's like it's interesting, like th- that it may have the opposite effect. Obviously, time will tell. Um and I was looking I was looking at some polling data. The left which my mind is blown, it's not inflation, it's not the economy. The biggest thing that's that that's that they care about right now is the 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 Dobbs versus Jackson's Women's Health Organization, the overturning of Roe versus Wade. Yeah, that's their biggest thing. So I, I want to say it was uh, there was a special election last Tuesday in New York's. Was it the twenty fourth district, fourteenth district? I it, it, it was a, a, a toss up district in New York. And a lot of a lot of people on the right, they started kind of getting doom and gloom about it because the Democrat won and he won off of running off of, oh, well, women's reproductive rights, women's rights, women's rights, uh, abortion rights, all of this, all of that. And they won. Now, granted, the incumbent was a Democrat. I don't think it's worth dooming over because that particular district was. Biden plus 11 in 2020, this guy only won by two points. So that means that the Republicans were able to swing it in New York nine points. So yeah. that's that's good. That I mean, look at Glenn Youngkin. That was uh, uh, Virginia in 2020 was was uh, Biden Biden plus 10. Yeah. And Youngkin won by two. So that means they swung it 12 points. And that was a solid blue state. New York is even more blue than Virginia, so you were able to swing it nine points in 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 a blue a blue ass state. Yeah. But it seems like the left their methodology is remove all accountability, and their constituency believes in it. Ergo, why? Overturning Roe versus Wade was such a big deal. I'm going to play this clip that Mike Cernovich posted on Twitter, and he he just asked the question: Is this true? Um, or is there a lie here? I don't know what what media outlet this is from. It seems like it's some podcast, but this chick is pretty much going on to how society has removed accountability for women. So it seems like. Right now, the left ideologically, because Roe versus Wade being overturned is such a big issue. Honestly, I'll be honest with you. It's way bigger of an issue than I thought. Like When we were covering it, 
I didn't think it was going to be this big of an issue going into the midterms, but apparently yeah. it means a whole lot to them. So on the right, you got the economy, inflation, all of this stuff, gas prices, all of that stuff. And on the left, the big thing is abortion, abortion, abortion. So let me play the clip and then, you know, we could talk about it a little bit. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, even if, if we're bad with our finance, society takes away the consequence for everything women do. Like we have no consequences for anything. If we sleep around, we don't get pregnant because of birth control. Even if we do get pregnant, we have abortion. Even if we do get pregnant and keep the kid, he pays child support. Mm -hmm. Even if we do get pregnant, get married, get divorced, we get alimony or ch child support again. Yeah. And it's like, even if, if we're bad with our fa finances and we're homeless, there's women's shelters. And so it seems like the left, because they can't really provide any real policy advancement, it's like, oh, well, we're fighting for women's rights. You should be able to be as unaccountable as you want to be. That... We're removing your student loan that you should be able to be as fi as financially unaccountable as you want to be. Well, it's like that video you showed me in pre-production with the girl saying, oh, wow, sometimes it's between, I got to choose between enjoying the beautiful things in the city or paying down my loans. No, bitch. You got to pay your debt. That's the responsible answer, not enjoying the beautiful things of the city. You enjoy the beautiful things of the city when you... I don't know, uh, fulfill your duty in paying the debt that you took upon so you can go to school or you can buy a car. And mind you, that video was released today and it, it was the, the title of the video was something along the lines of why Americans are buried in debt. Yes. And so that's that's the thing and then at the end of the video that that lady that was uh talking that was uh, representing that college she was like uh, saying how the government needs to do something about it at what point do we look at culturally well what decisions are you making and that's one of the awesome things which he's doing very well right now in the polls jd vance in ohio like it seems like he attacks a lot of issues from that perspective. Like, well, we could talk about what the government could do, but like, at what point are we going to talk about people's behavior and mm. how they are and stuff like that? You're not Kim Kardashian. Stop acting like it. You're not uh, Andrew Tate. Stop acting like it. Like, people want to play the role of the person who put in the work to be there without putting the work in. <laughs> so you care about taking these vacations, but you are you're broke. So you're buying these vacations on credit, going on debt. You're buying cars that you cannot afford, going into debt. You're buying houses you can't afford, going into debt. Whoa, stop for a fucking minute and think about, do can I really afford this? And that's the thing that, uh, that's the bad thing about consumerism. And I don't really blame it on consumerism in the sense of like, yes, there's people that are going to sell these things, but it's up to you as an individual to be like, hey, listen, what's better? Uh, saving, investing, preparing myself for a better life or live for the now? You know, and, and I mean, there's a happy median. I think you could save. I think you could invest and I think you could still have fun. I don't know, but there's a lot of people that just just fun, 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 yeah, fun. Yeah, and then they're the same ones that are complaining about 
home prices and this and that and everything, but you haven't even prepared for anything. <laughs> They're the ones complaining about home prices, but they th- all the leftist talking points, they're all for it, which is literally what makes things expensive. Yeah. Uh, d- dummy? Like, like the whole, uh, the, the, or, um, what is it, the rent, uh, where you can't, the, the, uh, the rent control? Yeah. That affects rent. It makes it higher, dumbass. Do you... Um, the 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 minimum the fight for fifteen back then it was like well that affects people's taxes yeah. this this inflation reduction act and now canceling people's student loan debt is going to drive up people's taxes so guess what landlords raise some rent they're yes. going to raise the rent yeah. all of that it all it all is interconnected and a hundred percent. The very people that it's affecting the worst are the ones that are voting it. Yeah, because the people that that, that already have, they're invested, they reap the benefits. Oh, well, the market just went up. Literally, by $2,000. So, I am $2,000 below market value. I can go up 1000 Yep. So, if rent was 1000 now you're, you're, you're at 2500 and it's still a good deal. So if you create the market and the people that have invested in the properties instead of rented the properties, they're the ones winning. And college too. Like yeah. now colleges are like, oh, well, we could go up in, in tuition because motherfuckers are getting their, their shit canceled yes. anyway, their debt canceled anyway. And then it's the very people that are attending these places. Oh, why is it so expensive? Because you keep voting for people that are making it more expensive. Yeah. And so it's... it's it, it's not really a vicious circle. It's just like... A stupid one. Yeah. It's like, well, you partake in this game, and then every single time you want to be bailed out. And the answer is no, but the powers that be that are that, that are uh, Sleepy Joe's <laughs> administration, they're going to bail you out every time. Does this help or hurt? them in November at the end when it's all said and done is shit um it depends cause I feel like voting voters as a general block they're very easy to forget like the pain that they've endured just because it's been like three good months or the controversies right so like uh, uh, three weeks of a controversy that's like a long time ago I was like, oh th- what Trump grabbed her by the pussy three weeks ago he's a good man now you know what I mean yeah. that's how they think or oh uh, you know gas was seven dollars but now it's four we're good we're good out here without really looking at the fact that well no it's not being taxed it's gonna go back up next year and and and, and the the guys that he was trying to get help from, uh, like the Saudis, they, they 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 said do an about face, uh, Biden, and goodbye. We're not helping you. And so, these are not problems that are going away. And then and then uh, when when you want to um, give out free money to people, the inflation issue is not going to go away. Not to mention the interest rates are going to keep going up. Not to mention that the that that the Federal Reserve wants there to be. 
um, what do you call it, uh, layoffs yeah. to kind of fix certain things when it comes to wages. Yeah. So, so if people actually pay attention to the details, as they say, the devil is in the details, it should not help them. But who's to say? I but I do think like like states like Ohio, for example, they've kind of they they've seen the truth, and so I feel like in a state like Ohio, that's not gonna fly. I also feel like it's not gonna fly well in in Pennsylvania. No, yeah, I feel like it'll help them in places where. They were already going to win. Yeah. But I feel like in toss-up places, I feel like it's not going to help them. Um, Like, for instance, I'll give you an example. Like, we could look at the Georgia Senate race. You got Raphael Warnock versus Herschel Walker. Well, yeah, in Atlanta, that's probably going to be, like, those people are going to feel good about it. But... A lot of the 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 blue collar suburban uh, suburban areas and stuff like that, they might be energized because they feel like it's unfair. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so that's gonna be that's gonna be interesting how how it all plays out. One thing, another thing, I was looking at I was looking at the historical context. So Obama, in, he was he was elected in 2008. He took over in 2009. He had. The majority house and majority senate actually a large majority senate in in 2000 in uh in uh he had 56 senators uh, between 2009 and 2011 uh he had 56 senators now and the house was 257 democrat 178 republican 56 democrat senators 42 republican senators Obamacare, which <laughs> was an overreach of government, people didn't like it. It was verging into the realm of socialism. We started to see the beginning of the Tea Party. Their referendum in his midterm elections, it went from 257 Democrats to 193 Democrats in the House. It went from 179, 178 Republicans to 242 Republicans in the House. And it went from 56 Democrat senators to 51 Democrat senators, from 42 Democrat from 42 Republican senators to 47 Republican senators. That was that was a shift. Um and that's and that's how and that's how it, it remained. And then, you know, uh they really did stall him after that. Yeah. And so with Biden being way more left, way more radical with his policies and wanting, remember, wanting to do way more radical shit. It's just that he was he was stalled yeah. uh, because of Manchin and Cinema, and, you know, because the Senate was 50-50. With this people feeling because you're not seeing a lot of people have a lot of support for the inflation reduction act even though they're saying it's a democrat win you're not seeing like overwhelming like oh you know celebrations for it yeah and with this move potentially a lot of people seeing it as like some radical socialism stuff 
I feel like I feel like it could potentially hurt them. So yeah. I mean I I don't know. I don't know. It's tough. It's tough. This is like the first time I've seen anything so extreme like this. Yeah. But uh we'll see. We'll see. Um there's still two months before the midterms. An eternity but, <laughs> in, politics. Yeah, in politics. So we'll see what happens. Uh I was talking to my dad earlier and he he thought this would be good. I was saying how I think depending on where the Republicans are. Actually, I think no matter what, it would be a good idea for like mid-October, the third week of October, right before the midterms, to energize the base. It might be a good idea for Trump to announce he's running. Oh, yeah. Yep. That could be like the boom, the the big, the the like the... Whatever uncertainty there is out there, that could kind of clear that yeah. shit up. That'll really wake people up. Oh, shit. <laughs> the race has begun. Yeah. And then Biden's... I would say Biden would be scared, but Biden don't even know where the hell he's at. So. And there would be... That would be a two-pronged attack because... You could force in that last very pivotal week... You could force the left to start to focus so heavily on Trump that it's like they forget that they're running like smaller races. That's one thing. If yeah, they get the, the Republicans get the Senate and get the House and now Trump could be like issuing orders. You know, it's like yeah. because I'm going to be the pre- I'm going to run soon. And, and would you then, do rallies? Huh? Would you do rallies like in Pennsylvania and or no? Or Not personal rallies. I yeah. would do rallies for the for the candidates. Yeah. Yeah, he has to do that anyway. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, course. yeah. He has to do that anyway. Like he has to do a rally for Oz. He has to do a rally for Blake Masters. JD Vance, honestly, I think JD Vance like looks good right now. Yeah. Like he probably I like I the the money the money and the, the attention needs to go to 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 Herschel Walker in Georgia. Oz in Pennsylvania and Masters in in um, in uh, in Arizona. Like that's where they need to focus on. Nevada yeah. is it's it's within reach if they got time. Whatever. Uh, well, Masters doesn't need money because Peter Thiel, that's his boy, so he probably doesn't need no 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 Trump money. But just maybe some eyes. Just just, uh, just the presence. Yeah. So yeah, that's gonna be that's gonna be interesting. And then I I if I was Trump, I would announce right before spasm spasm out a little bit. Um, yeah. Uh, before the before the 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 actual election. Yep. We'll see what happens. Be but crazy. Uh, that's our episode for this week. Thank you guys so much for listening. The show continues to grow because you guys keep listening. So keep on listening. Remember, if we talk about something that you know somebody would be interested in, please share the episode with them. We're on all podcast platforms. If you want to help us stay independent, go to our website. You can donate an amount of your choosing or buy some merch. And if you're listening to us on Apple or Spotify, give us a five-star review. It helps us out a lot. We'll see you guys next week. We're out. Peace. Peace.